0: Greetings fellow Slingers and greetings fellow Agents. It's your trusted handler, Brian, welcoming you back to the seventh and final installment of our Gaslight Scenario for Delta Green. And we've got a long one for you. And it was a long road to get here to boot. Originally, I had envisioned this scenario as a standalone for Agents Adesso and Kimura. But after the conclusion of Sweetness, uh, that proved to be not plausible. Imagine that, not plausible for a fantasy-related RPG whatever just go listen to the final episode of that run through and you'll understand why those agents would be indisposed but it paved the way for returning agent ramirez and new on the scene agent rice both of whom represented the show and the system very well i might add it was really cool watching chris dip his toes into the new mechanics that arc dream publishing had put together for their delta green rpg i mean chris and i we've been playing D&D since the early 80s and you know, to watch him attempt and actually succeed at playing a whole new system and just on the fly too I only gave him a maybe like a week and a half or so to kind of get familiar with the mechanics I'll tell you the man did stellar with that and of course radkey that guy he's he's just unbelievable anytime I get that guy behind the mic in the virtual eye of destiny when we're in our digital rage rooms just just having a blast you know it's great to work with both of those and they have a really good chemistry. And you'll see if you hang out to the very end of this episode, you know, as the as the bumper moves, it prepares our, our ec- exit, etro, etro, extra, whatever you want to call that. As we're leaving the show, they kind of have a little bit of banter. And it's, it's really cool. So make sure you stick around to the very end of that. Um, I guess the only other thing I'm reminded to say is make sure you leave us that five-star rating and review on whatever platform you listen to the show on. Because, yeah, it really does and it has been helping us out a lot follow us on youtube shout out to our newest subscriber over there bruce wilson 77 hit that subscribe button and call it a day yo and finally i guess this is the only thing left to say warm up your dice and top off your glass as roll the hard 20 podcast presents part 7 of our gaslight scenario enjoy everyone that's enjoy comma everyone Because you gotta have that comma, otherwise it just makes it kind of weird. Like take away.
1: Say that again, dude. I said, are you enjoying this, Chris? Um, I am. I've. I'm i gotta get the hang of this Mm -hmm. you know this being my first ap of delta green i'm i'm finding that i'm not totally with it
0: i think you're doing really well actually so uh, i gotta say you're a lot better at staying like solid when you talk to the npcs whereas i think i would just go off on a tangent and just tell them how <laughs> big a piece of shits they are and end up putting my my foot in my mouth to be completely honest like i think i did on agent uh, on episode two yeah yeah so. That's right. i'll get the hang of
1: it i mean it's just a uh, play a couple more of these and i'll get the hang of it just like anything new it takes time to learn got it so we're ready
0: to play some delta green <laughs> Greetings, fellow slingers! Welcome back to Roll the Hard Twenty podcast. It is I, your trusted handler, Brian, welcoming you to another episode of our Gaslight Scenario, Part Seven, and with me, Agent Ramirez and Agent Rice. Go welcome, yeah welcome, welcome to the Big Easy. <laughs> yeah. Go Saints, son. Go Saints. Right. <laughs> so, real quick, just as a, a super brief recap, because if you want to hear it more in depth, recap, listen to the episodes. Agent Ramirez, you managed to plant that rifle and a few shells over the last crime scene, not from uh, victim number six, but off victim number five, in hopes of uh, redirecting the authorities to to Doc Schaefer, mm-hmm. Doc Rondall. Agent Rice, you went to the latest crime scene, victim number six, met Lieutenant Fontenot, and you actually met a second team there. This was the nefarious team that, that the lieutenant had been talking about for some time, that they were on the si- on scene as well. And every time you showed up there, they weren't there. Or every time you went to the bullpen, they weren't there. And finally, you got to meet them for these individuals. The, the alpha male of that group introduced himself as Agent Blue. And after having some words, you got a text from Heisenberg. And then finally, you got a call from Officer Hill saying that she came across some information that uh, may have been overlooked by the task force, and she wanted to meet you at a Waffle House. You procured a car from Agent Fontenot, and you are currently
1: en route to meet her. Uh, I'm, okay, so I send a text real quick to Ramirez saying uh, en route to Hill, new information, may point us in a new direction. That's it. And then I'm I'm headed towards the Waffle House. Got some smathered, scattered, and covered with some waffles.
0: So it takes you maybe about 12 minutes, 15 minutes to get there, to the Waffle House. You see there's just a handful of cars in the parking lot. Some of them are probably the employees. Other ones are just people trying to get out of the rain By the way, I think I should probably mention that it's about 740 at night and it's starting to come down. The rain is definitely coming down at this point. This is probably that storm that Heisenberg was talking about that's going to hit this area. This is probably it. So as you enter the Waffle House, you look around and you see Officer Hill. She's seated in a booth off to the left. No longer in her officer's uniform, probably off duty at this point. And she sees you. She's just kind of drinking some coffee, looking around, not eating anything, just drinking coffee, waiting for you.
1: I walk in, right? Yep. yep. Okay. So I walk in. Hill. I sit down. I call a real quick. I call over a waiter, say, hey, can you get me some breakfast? Hey, some Off. young
0: kid, probably out of high school. Sure. Yeah,
1: you bet. What, what can I get
0: you? You want some coffee
1: too? No, nope. Um, no coffee. Just give me some uh Eggs, hash browns, some waffles. Sure thing, no problem. Okay, thanks. Be right
0: up. He disappears, reading the room. Knows you guys want some alone time. And she looks at you and she says, "Agent Rice, I, I, I really can't stay long. I, uh, I'm glad you were able to meet me, but I, I was going over some of the, the pictures when you left me in the task room, and." I really wasn't ever allowed in that room. I think I'm probably going to get quite a stone in when Lieutenant Fontenot gets back, but uh, I think I might have came across something that the other officers might have missed. Uh, you know, I'm looking, I was looking at the map of where all the victims were slain, and uh, one of the things I noticed about the districts is that all the bodies seem to be along a particular arc and if if i I actually took out a ruler and i started making these these lines as far as where all the bodies were and if i drew a line from each one of these bodies all the lines intersect in new orleans french quarter it's very interesting yeah so i i I pulled it up on google maps and i kind of did the same thing with an actual app and I noticed that everything seems to converge on this one hotel called the Mississippi Queen now I don't know if that has any relevance or whatever I, I just thought it was strange that nobody else picked up on it or that it was overlooked and quite frankly Agent, you know I'm surprised that it, it escaped your notice as well but uh I don't know, for what it's worth, I I think that maybe maybe we're looking, or you're looking, something along that line, maybe? I don't know.
1: Uh, no, th- I mean, this is good, but to be fair, I didn't have much time in the bullpen. Remember, Fontenot was kind of all up my ass when I got there. So. <laughs>
0: yeah, he can be that way. I, I know that when he's a, a very focused individual, and I know that when he gets something... He's like a pit bull on it, and he just won't let it go. And he takes his work home with him. Uh, that's probably why his wife left with his children a while back. He's a, a very
1: passionate man about his job. Do you uh, do you know this area, this French Quarter, this particular hotel, this hotel, the Mississippi Queen? Do you know its location?
0: A little bit. It, it's down in the Gaslight District.
1: Uh, that's all I really know. You don't know anything else about it uh geographic location as far as
0: what agent i'm not sure what you're looking for i I personally don't go down there it's okay it's not a reputable uh neighborhood for a single female to be in if
1: you catch my drift so no okay no i understand i was just uh you know curious what other buildings were around there Sounds like this is where we need to focus our attention. And I was just hoping for a little bit of, uh, you know, a little description of the area. So I might be able to prepare a little better before I just go rushing in there.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of hotels down there. uh, Very touristy. Uh, A lot of beads come out of that town, out of that, that area, if you know what I mean. Yeah, so we, I personally stay away from it, but, and I've got no reason to go into it. But I just thought maybe this should be brought to your attention. And honestly, I'm not going to be sticking around while you eat your eggs and waffles and stuff. Uh, I've got to get back to doing my own personal stuff and please keep this under the table. I don't want the lieutenant to know that I tipped you off about any of this intelligence that we have. Please, I I need my job. There are more people than myself that depend on my paycheck.
1: No, you you have my word. I, I won't mention, I won't mention you at all.
0: Thank you. She gets up and she lays a couple bucks down on the counter and says, this should cover my coffee. Have a good night. And she walks out the door. A few moments later, you see the, the waiters coming up with a tray like, boy, that didn't last long, huh? You must have really pissed off your girlfriend.
1: Kind of lays the plates down. Can I get you anything else? No, I'm good. And I I hand the guy, uh, you know, 15 bucks. Just he's I just pay for it right out of right out of the gate. Need any change? Nope. Nope. It's all yours. Keep it. Okay. Thanks a lot. Have a good night, man. Thanks. So I pull out my phone and uh, so I text Ramirez uh, new location, new intel Gaslight District, French Quarter this is our uh, area of op do you need me to pick you up?
0: You get the, the three dots coming back and he's like is it the and it's like Capital T H E, capital location. Is this the spot? And I just respond with AFF for affirmative and hit send. Sure. Uh, so he'll, another text comes through. Yes, meet me at, and it'll be that crime scene location, but like one block over.
1: Okay. One block from number five. Back on 13th of Maine? Yep.
0: From, is it Not, on 11th of Maine? Do you want to? to so be mm-hmm. picked up on 13th and main again like so he was off? um when he google mapped to the second crime scene the one that adrian rice sent him he would have started walking towards uh the most recent but the laundromat and the liquor store got it okay i understand sorry so again close to that but just far enough
1: away that it's not you know right in the hub of things okay all right uh my text back say uh be there in 15. i closed my phone and then I chow down my food real quick, and then I make my way out to the vehicle and head head towards uh, the pickup location.
0: Okay. Takes you probably about 12 minutes to get there. You're definitely a man on a mission. Driving down the road, you actually see Ramirez hanging out under an overhang, trying to keep dry from the rain that's coming down at this point. just You know, your wipers. And you see him
1: standing there. You pull over. I rolled down the window. Ramirez, get in here. We we gotta go. Um, so
0: he's gonna get in the car. Um, so he goes around to the passenger door and he'll try the lock and everything. It's so, up. Yeah, it's unlocked. I mean okay. Yeah, so he'll jump in and he's gonna basically bring him up to speed. You know, I dropped the uh, one bullet casing, but I have the second one. Do you want to uh place
1: that real quick or do you wanna go? Do you think one's enough? We need to go. I think, uh, so Hill gave me some intel that it looks like she's narrowed down location of potentially where Doc Randall is. Um, It looks like, you know, the task force, I didn't really get a good chance to look at all the the intel back at the bullpen, but she seemed to have found all of these crime scenes all seem to intersect on this this, uh, hotel called the Mississippi Queen down in the Gaslight District. All right, this is my thought
0: and he this is Ramirez. He's like, "Can you um just go out and he kind of points like close to where that uh the laundry mat and the uh liquor store is. Can you just get close enough to where I can toss one of these out?" Because it's still the idea of placing this bullet where it would be plausible that it had, like came
1: off a roof. Um do you want to do it uh okay. Maybe into that alleyway that you had gone down? Yeah, we're on the outside of the laundromat. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'd, I'll drive just really slowly, you know, around that, you know, by the alley there. And you're tossing an
0: the to shell out? Is that what you're doing? Mm-hmm. Just okay. with the little, the, the medical gloved hand, and he just tosses it into the alleyway. Okay, great. And then, No problem. Okay.
1: And then you guys um, continue on. Yep. So we're yeah. headed to, uh, hey, Ramirez, can you pull up uh, your phone? Tell us what's the fastest way over to uh, Gaslight District, Mississippi Queen. Sure. Now, the thing is, if we're
0: going to go see this guy, if we're going to plant this gun on him, we're going to need the gun. I left it back in the motel. Uh, are you fucking serious? I didn't want to get caught with it on me, man. I mean, it's not like I have three other guns on me right now.
1: Well, maybe you should lay off the booze until we finish up the uh, the mission here
0: i haven't had any booze in like 20 minutes what are you talking
1: about all right dude what (laughs) whatever man so i'm rice is kind of visibly irritated by this you know so i kind of do a quick u-turn but i'm stepping on the gas squealing the tires and shooting out of there going towards the uh what is the leave it in motel Mm -hmm. yes it is yeah he'd left something in for sure so it takes you
0: maybe 15 minutes out of your way You enter the lobby and you see Flo sitting behind the counter, still reading her rag. She looks up. She sees you. Hey, darling, how you doing? Did you decide if you needed any more party favors or a party person? Oh, no, no. I don't think I need any of that. Thank you. Feeling good so far. You're looking good, too. Let me know if you could be my next ex. Hey, now, you, you told me earlier not to be flirting with you, so you well, better watch uh, for Giving me mixed signals now, you honey. help put a few I'll, coins in my brazier? I can't help but feel a little happy about it.
1: Uh, so Rice no. is out there honking on the horn, like, let's go, let's go. We got to get moving. <laughs> he comes back and he's like, do we need any uh, hard drugs?
0: We good? Okay, we're good. Thanks.
1: I need you focused, <laughs> Ramirez. Shit's about to get real. I need you focused up. As he walks away, he's just like,
0: I need you focused, Ramirez like god this is worse than my grandfather really? um, yeah he <laughs> um he's gonna um head back towards the room brian okay and you get back in the room put your okay. card in mm-hmm. open the door put your key in i should say this isn't a card type of the facility. yeah i was gonna say this place <laughs> got <laughs> a little too to <laughs> <card. That's right. laughs> i gotta use my credit card to open the door yeah that's, that, that's, that's what i meant you, you used a card to jimmy it open Hell yeah. You get inside. And the room looks the same way it's it's looked previously. Mm-hmm. Quick check on that 20 that I left earlier. Roll a luck check. 10. 10. It's gone. I knew it. Okay. Well, maybe it served its purpose. He will uh, lock the door behind him. Quick look at the blinds. Make sure they're still shut and everything. Yeah. And then he'll go over to that um the vent. And uh, start opening the vent up so he can get at the gun. Okay. It's still there. Okay. So he, uh, you know, oh, he closes that back up with a nickel or whatever, shoves that into his Ramirez bag, and um, heads back, starts walking down to, like uh, towards where Agent Rice is. Okay. So you make it back out to the car, got the rifle, everything. Okay. So he will uh, get back in the car, and he's just silent because he's like, I don't know. He, he feels like he's in trouble. I could have partied with that broad. Yeah, man. <laughs> I got something all set up back at the motel. We got to go save the world again. So it takes you maybe another 17 minutes to get where you need to go. And you notice that the, it's starting to really come down at this point to the point where even with the wipers on high speed, it's hard for for visibility to stay consistent. Even the visibility in front of the headlights, now that it's really dark, is maybe 20 feet out. It's just a sh- sheets of water coming down out of the sky. Eventually, your app brings you to the Mississippi Queen. You notice that in the soft glow of the street lamps, all the water coming down. just It just looks like silver knives just coming down from the sky. And you notice that this particular building is a two-story, it looks like it's seen the erection of the Union from centuries ago. The stucco seems to just soak in the rain as it's pounding against it. You see that there are a few windows in the two-story building that have lights on, causing the interior paper blinds that cover them to look like movie screens waiting to begin a film. Just. You see, occasionally, you'll see a silhouette pass by and, and pass by the other way. And this is what you're seeing from within the car as you pull up to it. Can we? um... He's like, I, I know you're still mad at me, but can we call Patricia Hill real quick? Call in a little tip about those bullet casings?
1: Dude, do your thing, man. You've been off doing your own thing up to this point, so <laughs> no reason <laughs> to change. I kind
0: of remember a certain candy bar that i gave you i thought we were cool but you know maybe his blood else? sugar dropped this <laughs> so yeah. guy a juice box <laughs> so i stick off. my
1: stick my finger down my throat and throw it up on it. <laughs> there's, there's your, your baby fucking candy bar i'll uh-huh. pinch you out All of right. snickers too yeah just just get it done man we we've got we got shit to do time's time's wasting what it's yeah. probably what around what like close eight to o'clock? nine o'clock man, eight o'clock
0: still? Like eight eight thirty somewhere in that time
1: Okay. And then how are we on time for our 48-hour window? You're still within that 48 hours.
0: Probably got it beat by maybe 16 right now. Okay. But with the storm kicking into high gear at this point, you're just in a vicinity that you don't know anything else about right now. So if it extends beyond where you are, if this is a, a red herring that Patricia
1: Hill sent you on, you know what I'm saying? Sure. Hey, Ramirez uh, you know we still we still have to deal with these bodies too. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping we- Doc is here and the dossiers and and all this other material that, that we've been uh, instructed to recover, but we're gonna figure out these bodies too. I think we can handle that after the fact.
0: I, that that place is probably going to be a lot less uh, secure than like a police headquarters or something
1: like that. Yep,
0: I agree. Do we need to lock, knock the lights out in
1: this place? Um, it'd probably be a good idea. You know, at this point, give us some cover to figure out what's going on. You got a light with you? Yeah. So on. you guys are still in the car right now, right? Yeah, no, we're I'm in the assuming, car. Okay. Yep. So you want to make a phone call? Mm-hmm. Let's get so, this done.
0: All right, so uh, Ramirez will make a phone call to Patricia Hill. The officer? Mm-hmm. She picks up the phone. Officer Hill. Hey, this is uh, Agent Ramirez. How are you? I'm fine. I'm off duty, too. What What can I do for you, Agent? You may... Um, I don't know how to put this, but you may uh, be getting a tip, or you may be getting a tip right now anonymously... Of somebody seeing some gunshots on top of and he says the roof. Um like somebody saw a uh someone shooting like a, a muzzle flash. And he kind of describes. Uh muzzle m- flashes not pertaining to what though? I, mm-hmm. are you saying that in regards to the these deceased individuals?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: They may uh, want to look around there, uh, particularly on the rooftop of X location and then the alleyway of X location. And she writes down these addresses and she's mm-hmm. like, um, might be a good tip for you guys to start looking at. Is Agent Rice with you right now? Yeah, I'm looking at him. I can see his big. Can you put him on the face? phone for a moment, please? Sure. Hands the phone over to you. Hill. Agent Rice, um, I I don't know what the long con is of this, uh, but I don't think the forensics support uh, being shot. That's just what I'm saying. I don't think the bodies, I don't think that the ME supports the theory that these individuals were killed with a high powered rifle. Um.
1: Do you see what I'm saying with this? Um. Yeah. I'm. I'm, I'm kind of smelling what you're cooking, Hill.
0: I mean, is this what Heisenberg said is good to go? Are you good to go with this? Is this what we're doing?
1: Yeah. Let me, Hill. Let me get back to you. Okay. I hang up the phone. He had Ramirez his phone back. I'm like. Look, Ramirez. I don't know what you're up to. Seems like you've been a little bit on a bender since since we met and been on this mission. Seems like you're, uh, you know, trying to, uh, you know, plant evidence someplace. But I will tell you that whatever whatever you're trying to do here. It it ain't gonna jive with with what these bodies, you know, have in the state that they're in. So, so I don't know. Maybe you can fill me in on what what your play is here, because I'm not following it. He's like, well, I think
0: that right now we are at B. You're thinking about C. I'm thinking about D, E, and F. Two, you don't know me, so don't ever talk about my drinking or my habits. Okay, you have no fucking idea what you're talking about. Three. You get the guy, awesome. What are you gonna tell? He's been doing to these people. You're gonna tell him he's doing hypergeometry and killing these people. Is that what you're gonna? You're gonna end your. You're gonna be in the rubber room, buddy. Is that where you want to be, or do you want to tell him? No, we found a rifle that recently shot these bullets. He's been shooting them. Wh- which one's gonna keep you out of a straitjacket, Chief? You tell me that, please.
1: Oh, this is the first time you've actually kind of told me what the fuck it is you want to do here. So
0: with the ATF agent. I thought you figured it out on your own.
1: I mean, I'm yeah. the one on the bender. Look, Ramirez, heads don't explode like this from a rifle like that. Okay? You still got to explain it somehow. Unless this is explosive munitions that are being shot out of this thing. Still got to be plausible, man. People are sheep, Rice. They're going to believe whatever we put in front of them. This is
0: just a smokescreen against the truth, man. Uh, All right. Look. And those bodies? We're going to get rid of all of that, and we're going to get rid of all the coroner's reports, because that's part of the mission. If we do this right, and I'm sorry, you're right. Uh, We do need to do this the right way, but if we do it right, believe me, this will... This will be a nice cover story on the back end. I know the legwork seems like it's a big waste of time, but you'll thank me
1: in the end. All right, so... All right, give me, give me your phone. Give it. So I'll take phone. I'm going to call Hill back on on Ramirez's phone. Officer Hill. It's Rice. Agent Rice. I, I think you should... Uh, like you should follow up on these tips that, that Ramirez is giving you. Copy that. I'll do it first thing in the morning,
0: as soon as the clouds break. Okay. And, uh, you agents might want to make yourself
1: scarce. We we got it. We got you covered, Hill. And hang up. Hand the phone back to Ramirez. He's like, "Listen, I I want to work with you on
0: this, and I apologize. I did keep you in the dark. It's just a." Matter of course, from me, man. I've been doing this stuff so long; it's hard to know who you can trust. From here on out, we're together. It's your show now. These guys think that I'm not here, so we probably need to be a little bit conspicuous. But you let me know, man. This is your baby. I'm with you. Um, my skills are at your disposal. Okay.
1: And uh, fair enough. I just—I uh, mean, you can—you just need to stay out of sight if the the popo shows up, the local PD. But all right, man, just let's just do this. I've The times that we're on a timetable here. Okay, so Ramirez will text um, the James
0: Glaser the address to the Mississippi Queen. And he says, we need darkness now. Eight seconds later, <clears throat> the whole street, the whole block is just bathed in darkness to the point where all you hear is the pitter-patter of rain on the car you're in. You look around, everything's just jet black outside. As you look at the Mississippi Queen, you notice that one of the blinds on the second floor grows in intensity of just light that's just rapidly flickering, just brighter, brighter, faster, brighter, And then even under the cover of all this rain, you hear screams, just blood-curling screams echoing in the night. And then a moment later, all the flickering stops. Ramirez, you hear that? He's like chowing down on a buddy. Huh? What?
1: Yeah. Did you see that? Did you see those lights? Oh, yeah. I'm in in the building, huh? Yeah, second floor. All right, we look. Something's going on. We gotta, we gotta bounce. All so right, I'm, Daddy, let's roll. I take the uh, the key that the lieutenant gave me, and I uh, grab that Mossberg that's in the squad car. Okay. He's like, "Are you going to use those explosive rounds? You're a real fucking smartass, aren't you?"
0: What we had from the the green box, man. The, the dragon. <laughs> uh, it's not all sarcasm, baby.
1: the uh dragon's breath incendiary shotgun shells those yeah
0: he's like i'm genuinely interested i'm sorry
1: okay Uh, dude i can't tell with (laughs) you man
0: it's not often we'll go to vegas after this man we'll be good buddies don't worry all right i got a spot at the circus circus i'll introduce you to lucille yeah but let's yeah
1: so i'm gonna um brian as i pull that mossberg out i'm grabbing those those uh incendiary shells from uh, ramirez Four of them? Four of them, yes. Yeah. So I'm gonna eject um all eight of the shells that I have in that Mossberg. Okay. I'm gonna jam uh four four back in and then the the remaining uh dragon's breath in. And then I'm gonna jam one of those into the chamber. Got it. Sitting in the car, what are you guys gonna do? Yeah, let's so I'll hop out go towards the uh Mississippi Queen there and and find an ingress point to that uh, to that hotel.
0: Okay. Yeah, you or see Ramirez that is just
1: fallen behind him.
0: You see that the uh the doors that are unlocked, the double glass doors that lead inwards. The foyer is completely dark. In fact, everything inside that room is dark. Um
1: so I've got a uh does that shotgun have a tactical light on it? Okay, so I've got one on me since that one doesn't. Is the the one from the patrol car, like the one we found at the uh, green box, got a folding stock or is it just got a full stock on it?
0: No, it's got a full stock on it.
1: Okay, so um, I've got it in my right hand kind of pointing down in the left hand with the tactical light just poking my head around and uh, the, the door to see if I see anything in the hallway.
0: Okay, yeah, you don't see anything in the hallway these the lights that you saw were on the second floor yep yeah i was gonna ask we're still on the first floor at this point yeah Yeah, that's correct yeah and you see at the back of the lobby you see a set of elevator doors and then you see another door to the side that says stairs would the emergency lights have gone on just the the tritium style lights that show exit or stairs you know, you're, that's all you're really seeing. So okay. to say it's pitch black was probably a, a misnomer. What you're seeing is is those type yeah. of glow-in-the-dark lights. There's nothing on okay. the floor in this, in this place at all. Okay. Is anybody at the desk, Brian? No. Now, whenever the lights went out, whoever was back there, just like fucking, what the fuck? Okay. You know, you couldn't hear what was going on other than the screams. And that's no. probably what drove this individual out. Now, we've established Rice isn't um, very stealthy, but Ramirez is, and he's going to be making um, very careful to uh, using that stealth. So anytime we're approaching doors, um, he, you know, not leaving fingerprints, not touching things, um, and he's kind of pointing that out to Rice, like, look out for that, look out to that. Wh- whatever he sees, he's going to be doing his best to direct, to keep us in the dark, keep
1: us from being found later as well. Okay. okay. So we're making our way down the hallway towards the uh, stairs. Okay. Is the uh, the door is it a solid door or does it have one of those tall vertical pieces of glass with the security mesh in it? So that no, I can it's, see. It's a it? solid door. You can't see what's okay. it. on the other side of it. Okay. Yeah, Ramirez, uh you got a pair of gloves, you wanna you wanna pop this thing open? I think we should knock first. The On the stairs? stairs? On the oh, stairs? the stairs! <laughs> yeah, yeah. I thought we were at the
0: door. Door. Yeah, he'll open up the door to the stairs with the gloves. Okay. Yeah, it just swings inwards. All right. Let's and let's it's get it's up. dark as fuck in this stairwell. Ramirez busts out his pen light, so he's got a little bit of illumination in front of him as well. Okay. Yeah, and that you quick. can see that the stairs go up 15 feet to a landing, and then curve around and go up behind you, probably okay. up to the second floor. It also has that duffel bag with all the equipment that we got, the, uh, you know, entrance tool and stuff if we need all that.
1: So tell me, you describe for me what you want to do. So we'll make our way up to second floor. Okay. And then uh, I'll have Ramirez again open. Hey, Ramirez, open this door, but only just a little bit. I want to look kind of through the crack and just see if I can see down the hall or anything. So roll a stealth on this Brian yeah go ahead like we do in uh, other
0: games games. that is an 18 under 60 check out our uh, Pathfinder and 5e games as well yeah you're very very quiet about this whole thing nobody's making any sound whatsoever why don't you make an alertness check while you're at it that is a 57 over 43 you're not hearing anything else at this moment, but as you do look across the way, you notice that all the uh, the odd numbers are across the hall from you, which would tell you that all the odd numbers are street side. So all the even numbers would be inboard. Okay. So he'll point. Ramirez just like puts a finger and he points it to the uh, street side.
1: Okay. Yeah, let's... Uh, I'm like, hey, Ramirez, let's, let's uh, head towards where we think that room was from the uh, from second floor. Okay. They will um, enter the hallway again,
0: just quietly, and he's going to be looking. You said there was light in the room that we were... Uh, from, from the street, we could see light coming out of the room? Yeah, briefly. And in mm-hmm. fact, you hear another blood-curling scream. Just... Ah! From one of the rooms further down the hall, which is cut short immediately by what you could best describe as small arms fire. Just And it's definitely from one of the rooms that's street side. You see down in the darkness, these bursts of light from under a door, just
1: You know,
0: as this probably easily 30 rounds just expending out of a muzzle. You hear screams again and then it goes quiet again. You don't happen to have a flashbang, do you?
1: I got these incendiary shells. That's a see. big enough bang bang.
0: If we can get in that room and blind everybody, that'd be good. I don't know what's going on in there, but it'd be nice to come
1: in with a little bit of a surprise, don't you think? Yeah, the element of surprise, it'd be good. Maybe both of us walk away from this if uh, we have that. That is the plan. So um, I'm going to head down towards the, the door that we heard and saw the flashes of light from under the door. Okay, so you pass room 215, 217,
0: 219, and you come to the 221, the room that had been doing all this this bullshit again, you see another flickering of light and more, just... and then immediately, like in the middle of a clip, just goes quiet. Hey,
1: Ramirez, it uh, did I, we? <sighs> hmm, somebody, something's, something's <sighs> going
0: on. I think as this is happening, Ramirez is taking off the Mossberg, the other Mossberg, and extending the stock are you down there too approaching Ramirez. the door
1: mm-hmm
0: okay i send another burst of rounds emit <laughs> and i need for both of you to make a
1: dex check yes what do you got rise come on oh, 38 under 65
0: very good Ramirez. Oh, nice all right now i got a 10 on one on my 10 die or on my Hundred die, whatever, and a zero on the other. So, does that count as a critical success? It counts as a critical fail. Fail. What? Because yep. you're over. Yep, no, 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 over. no, no, no. Is it? Yep. That's a hundred. Oh, no, on this one, it's zero zero for yep. the for the hundreds, and then on this one, so it'd be like a ten, wouldn't it? No, because I I got. Wait, a 10 what did on you this roll one? on that one? This the one that's got the double numbers is a ten, and the okay. other number was a, a ten. Oh, so that's like a, a zero. Okay, so that so should 10. be a 10. Yeah, yeah, it is 10. Okay, so you guys both, you see these rounds just blaze through the door, just, just riddle up and shoot across the hallway and into the ceiling. next to you, you both are all peeling back like, fuck, get back, get back. You know, as this final burst of rounds go right through the door and then go silent. And you hear like a ah, ah, an exasperated, type of a a breathing on the
1: other side of this door ramirez i i i i'm like we're on the opposite sides of the door money hey ramirez this we might. this is going to be dangerous man how do you one of us is going to have to like kick this door open or something he's like i'm going to kick it open with this right here and he
0: Oh, shit. So Ramirez is going to take the gun and put it directly to the door handle and pull the trigger. Right into the door handle? Mm hmm. Okay. So he In hopes blast the lock. Blasting the lock off. Okay. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and roll your damage on that. What is that? Uh, D something or other?
1: <laughs> what is it? A pistol? Uh, that's it, a Mossberg. No, it's the Mossberg. Oh, Pistols. Okay. Yeah, that should be pistols... Uh, I got a
0: 12-gauge Mossberg uh, to pop the chest. 2D10?
1: Yeah. Oh, sexy 30. man. That's a five
0: and a two. And a two. Come on. Come so it blows the handle off the door, mm-hmm. and the door swings inwards just from the momentum of this shot itself. And you see this room littered with chicken feathers floating down slowly, You see bones from many small animals just tied into fetishes that adorn the wall and the shutters. And all this is illuminated by the flickering of candles that are almost completely burned down. In the back of the dirty, cluttered room, you see an African-American man leaning against the wall. Just eyes rolled back in his head murmuring you see empty bottles of rum surround a low coffee table in the center of this room that's adorned with all kinds of melted wax and shit everywhere just a smell of smoke and booze and the iron of blood as you see this carnage in front of you that's nothing compared to what you see in the middle of the room You see this large, eight-foot-tall creature. Looks like it has no eyes. It's just entire head is just one large mouth. And it has one of those agents that you saw earlier, Agent Rice, in its mouth, just chewing the head and neck off of it. You see another agent on the ground. Looks like he's bleeding profusely in his hand is an empty weapon. And he's trying to ram a magazine into the well. As for the other two agents, you just can't see them in the room.
1: What would you like to do? So with the shotgun, I'm I'm going to keep the cover of the door jam. And I'm going to bring that Mossberg around the barrel into the room. And I'm going to fire a round off at the end of the room into the room yeah I, I mean i i poke my head around just to see where that creature is because you said it's in the center of the room right yeah it's just so
0: i'll give okay. you each an action to do as he do, does that ramirez is like room mm-hmm. service <laughs> <laughs> <The fuck? laughs> before we so, go into actual initiative i'll give you the opportunity to to go into action can i actually make a knowledge check like an occult, like if I would know something. Sure. What I want to know is if we kill Randall, if we take him out, because he seems like he's still with it, would the demon go away? Or is that thing uh, operating autonomously? Go ahead and make your occult check. Come on, baby. Come on, baby. I Answer that. This is a 50, so... Oh, oh 29? 29 under 50. You've never seen something like this, and you think that Randall Schaefer may have his faculties about him. And as you look in the room, you notice that focal pendulum that Schaefer had procured Mm -hmm. is swinging over something on that low coffee table. But he doesn't look like he has all of his shit together at all. It doesn't look like even if you took him out, that whatever is in this room,
1: it looks like it would still be hanging out. Okay. So I'm, I'm still going to put that Mossberg barrel around the corner with one of those dragon's breath shells and fire it off, trying to hit that big dude. Okay. Go and make your attack. That's a 78 over 50. Okay, Ooh. so you blast off
0: this incendiary shotgun shell. It, it strikes the wall. The the plantation shutters against the far wall, and they begin to slowly start to catch on fire slightly. Uh, but it completely misses the creature altogether. Agent Ramirez, what would you like to do? Um, can I shoot at the, the stuff on the table, the voodoo stuff? Sure. So same thing, roll on a firearms. What are you using to shoot? The other barrel of the Mossberg. Okay. Yeah, that's a uh, 69 over 20. Sixty or yeah. so. You, you attempt to take the shot. You end up shooting one of the candles off the top of it, bathing the room in a little bit more darkness than it already had. Now we're going to go by our decks.
1: Ramirez, Ramirez is just like the,
0: the voodoo stuff the voodoo stuff what do you have uh, for my decks is yeah. a 10 Agent Rice 13 you see the monster finish chomping down on what was in its mouth and drop it looks at you Ramirez and starts lumbering towards you and that'll be its, its full action is to actually cover the distance to get to you because remember, you can only do one action per round. Rice.
1: Is this creature out in the hall at this point? No,
0: it's right at the doorway where Ramirez was at.
1: Where he was at. So oh, I Oh where he's a- at, I should say.
0: Not where he was at.
1: He's do right in front a- of Ramirez. That was his move. Okay, so I I don't have a clear shot to this thing because Ramirez is in the way. You can probably shoot him at an angle, sure. Okay. I mean I'm so gonna see. Say- yeah, I just I'm trying to understand where he is in relation. Fifteen I don't wanna, foot cone.
0: I'm I don't assuming that both of you guys are probably within like four feet of each other, and he
1: just came right up to where Ramirez was at. Well, because if you had the door, we had one of us to the right, one to the left, and then the creature in the doorway.
0: Yeah, because when Ramirez turned the corner and shot at the table, that's his move. You know, it's to shoot at the table, so he's in the hallway. You can't shoot and duck back under. Take cover is an actual action, so you can either shoot or move or take cover or pull a grenade or aim. You know, so you have a pull a a a grenade. (laughs) So
1: he's right in front of Ramirez. Okay. Do I have a clean line of sight to shoot him? Yeah. Okay. So I'm gonna I'm gonna do another shot of this uh, Mossberg with the incendiary shells. And that's going to be a 53 over 50. Fuck. Jeez, salt.
0: <laughs> From the floor, you hear a familiar sound of a magazine going into a weapon. And you hear the slide pull back. Agent Ramirez. Um, so I'm not sure how the dodge action But if I can declare that before this guy eats me, can I go ahead and roll that? You would have to do it right now. Yeah, that's what he wants to do. Okay. Okay, so that's a 27 under 50. Yeah. Tell me what you want to do. Describe for me this action that you have performed. So he'll kind of like dip down, like bends his knees, almost in like a freaky, you know, like he's so loose because he is kind of liquored up and he rolls to the <laughs> side like a boxer. Okay. Can I go past the monster into the room? Yeah. So he'll move the complement of his of his movement. He'll kind of spin like that down and uh and just spin past him into the room. He's trying to get at that voodoo stuff. Okay. Let me um let me show you guys something, okay? Why are you unzipping? <laughs> I meant to give this to you guys earlier. This is what the room looks like.
1: Where's Schaefer, the entrance? Schaefer
0: is back here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is the entrance. This is one of those agents on the floor. Here's the table. Can you see all this? Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Here's the Perfect. table with all that shit on there. This is the shutters that are slightly on fire, but it's not causing a, an immediate damage to the room. So tell me where you would like to go, Agent Ramirez. So I imagine that uh, Ramirez was to the right of that door with the monster exactly where your finger is inside. So he would roll inside and to the left, um, close to where that the body is. If he can get over to that coffee table, that's exactly where he's going to go. Okay, yeah, he could get over to it. And as you get to the coffee table, you notice that not that this this pendulum is actually over a map of New Orleans. And you see that that's, its chalk has been drawing marks on this map. And there's six of them right now. And you see that there's a seventh one that's that's in the process of being drawn. OK.
1: That was Ramirez, right? Yep. Bryce, have you gone? you gone. No, I haven't moved yet, or no. taken an action. OK, go ahead. Okay, so I'm going to attempt again to hit this uh, big monster with the shotgun. Go for it. And 67 over 50. Oh, my. It shoots me. Dude, it's a shotgun. I should be able to. I know, right?
0: You could tell that uh, Agent Rice probably hasn't been in a lot of active duty type scenarios, maybe. (laughs) Oh, Oh, that hurts. So this creature... Still has three targets. Like, you sure that I'm the one on the bender? Mm. (laughs) Hmm? And goes after the individual laying on the floor. You see its mouth open up. As it flails down with its two arms. Let's see, I need to... uh... Oh, fuck. Critical fail. I rolled 100. Shit. So it actually has, in its process of, of reaching down to to attack it, it actually stumbles over the prone individual and goes to a knee, causing it to not be able to complete its move, but to render it prone. The monster's prone? Yeah, the monster's prone. Agent Ramirez. He's going to lift the Mossberg up and just start smashing all the voodoo stuff. Okay. So you just start breaking it. Everything just starts. Mm-hmm. Candles start going out. Map gets knocked to the floor. You see some of the other bullshit just gets knocked to the floor. He's like, "Shoot, shoot it,
1: crew to grow it, get Agent it, the- Rice." Agent Rice. Are, are you telling me to shoot the monster or the voodoo shit? The 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 monster. He's like yeah. pointing, like,
0: "Get it! This is our chance!" <laughs> as he's over there banging the voodoo stuff.
1: All right, so I'm going to attempt my fourth (laughs) shot at this thing. This is the last shot of this shit, so. Get in close,
0: baby. 48 under 50. Okay, so you're going to roll 2d10 for the damage, plus 1d6 for the incinerary
1: damage. Okay, 2d10 is 8. And then you said a d6? Yes. It's another five, so 13 points total damage. You see it.
0: You see the agent on the floor bleeding profusely out of his mouth, nose. Pull the trigger on the creature itself. Because it's right in front of him. Let's see. 31 under 60. For nine points of damage, you see this thing just getting the shit rocked out of it. Well, it's close to the ground. It's going to attempt to attack the individual that is actually on the ground—the one that's actually doing damage. Yeah, exactly. He attempts to to hold on to him. Fifty nine over fifty five and fails, unfortunately. Brian, is that Agent Blue or one of the other dudes? It's one of the agents, but you don't know who that agent is. Maybe Agent Rice might know.
1: Yeah, you wouldn't know.
0: Yeah. Oh, metagaming, bitch! I can't tell you. Agent Ramirez, what are you gonna do? All right, so he's gonna look at uh, Randall. What? What is Randall doing? Is he still with us? He's still alive. He just eyes are still rolled up, shaking, sweating profusely. Mm -hmm. This is what you see in. And the illumination of your pen light Uh, in your mouth, just. So he's going to toss the Mossberg and then uh, can he pull out the rifle? The, you know, the ghost rifle one next round. You can, or you could say you'll pull it out, but you can't fire it till next round. Sure. Okay.
1: Agent rice. So I am going to now, uh, is this monster, the monster's still alive, right? Yeah, but it's
0: down on like its knees and and one of its hands kind of in a, like a post
1: position. Okay. I'm going to, with the Mossberg again, I'm going to shoot him or attempt to. Oh, I rolled 48 under 50 again. There you go, baby. Okay. And 2D tens. Yeah. For 10 points of damage. 10 points. This double lot
0: tears into the side of the what could best be described as this creature's head. You see the lower mandible go slack. You see it crumple to the ground right next to this agent. Its green viscous fluid for blood begins to leak into the already nappy shag carpet that looks like it's just disgustingly tacky anyways the home room goes utterly silent the only thing you could hear is the shutters still kind of crackling from that
1: incinerary shell what would you guys like to do rice uh real quick he looks at the agent on the floor and says don't think you'll be threatening anybody from this point forward I need medical attention now.
0: Give me medical attention, call it in. Do it. Yeah, Ramirez is like, yeah, give me your phone. I'll call him. Give me your phone. Where is it? He it's just looks bust up. It looks like the tendons in his left arm are just flayed open. He's just... Ramirez, like, steps on his arm. He's like, you should get that looked at. Ugh. And he reaches in and takes the guy's phone and tosses it to Rice. And, uh no turns around to randall and he's like we're hey hey man we're here to help you where's where's the stuff where's the uh you you know what i'm talking about where's the stuff okay are you are you with me where's the stuff i don't know what you're talking about what stuff do you mean where's the the amulet the the one that you took and we need the the legend you look we don't have time for this we're here to help you but we got to get everything we got to get out of here you know people the are legends the i don't know what you're talking about what legend all i have is the fontanel chalk and a few rituals that have already been used i, I have nothing else okay okay what what are you looking for how about that information, man? The the information on those agents. We got to take that with us, too, man. Come on. We need you, everything we know. Come on. What are you talking about? I Where don't is have any information on those no agents. Can I see if he's telling the truth? I mean... Sure. Tell me what you want how you want to roll. Human intelligence? Human int. You bet. Yeah. Right. That is an 18 under 61. He has nice. no idea what you're talking about. Okay. What are you talking about?
1: He's gonna look at Rice and be like, I don't think he has that other stuff, man. So I look, uh, Rice kneels down next to this agent. And you see the agent fire at Randall Schaefer.
0: (sighs) And he takes 10 points of damage and expires right against the wall. You're not gonna take him call in a medic
1: quit fucking around and call the medic where where are the dossiers where are they the fuck are you talking about where
0: are the agent dossiers i'd start talking if i were you buddy he's not a very nice person my mission was to bring in schaefer well you just shot him in the head was that a dead or alive situation if i saw that I was going to be able to get evac out I was to take him out he can't be allowed to fall into the wrong hands he has the ability to summon these things you understand do you understand the military
1: aspect
0: of something like that
1: Uh, I understand that you're on your last breath where are the dossiers there are no fucking dossiers you idiots are you that
0: stupid have you been played that bad your mission is the same as mine you fucking agents ramirez is gonna be like (laughs) keep it keep him talking keep him going can he start doing a a quick look through the apartment and see if there is something yeah Yeah. go ahead um should i mean i i would look in just do a search you have to, search. Search. to do a search. Okay, that's an 18 under 51. Okay, so you search the apartment by way of your pen light. You find the other two dead agents slumped in a corner back by the bathroom. And as you're digging through everything, the only thing you come across are two scrolls that are empty. Completely mm-hmm. empty. There's nothing in them. It's as though the the whatever was written on them, Has been either erased or evaporated you dig under the couch you dig you you find that it's a it's a sofa sleeper there's nothing in there there's nothing in the stove nothing in the refrigerator nothing in the cabinets there's nothing in this guy's apartment at all so you just see ramirez he's like opening every single door every single cabinet with the gloves looking through with the pen light very thorough um, he's underneath the couch cushions. Um and he's like, what's the what's the play, Rice? What's the play, Rice? We we gotta go, we gotta go. Please get me out of here
1: Rice Get me out of here now. That's a order. Sh- you shouldn't have threatened me and my family. And Rice reaches down and closes his mouth and his nose. Uh, but before he does that, he uses he he looks around for like a rag or a or something around that he can muffle this guy's mouth and nose. Okay. Teabag him. (laughs) So it takes about three minutes
0: and eventually he just he dies. Now I need you to make a sanity roll for that.
1: Uh, Sanity. Okay. Uh, That is a 42 under 68. There you go, baby.
0: Very good. Because taking of any life causes sanity loss. Good job. So you'll take one point of damage. Okay. The whole room goes quiet. Ramirez puts the gun right into the guy's crotch just right there next to him and like even puts the hand on there to get the fingerprints. Um, You may not be holding it but he'll have it close to where it's like Definitely a part of this guy. Is that um, the the rifle? Yeah, the one that shot oh, the bullets. Yeah. Very good. And um, he's like, "Are we gonna go? You think these guys have anything on them we can use?"
1: Well, we well, want to move, man. This is uh, we got two things. We got to find those dossiers, and we got to get rid of those bodies, man. Yeah, let's talk about those dossiers as we move.
0: We just let's get out of here. Up. Let's go. This, so this. It's about it's 10 one... o'clock at night as you guys leave. Or I was you... going to say, is any of that stuff that's on the table... I know I did a search, but is any of the stuff on the table, the stuff that uh, Heisenberg said to look for, the legend, the five-foot square box, or the five-inch square box, and the focal pendulum? The focal pendulum is the only thing that that was there that he had mentioned. I think uh, he'll pack that up real quick on the way out the door. Okay. It's about ten o'clock at night. So tell me where you want to go. What you want to do. We gotta get rid of these
1: clothes and we need to move on to that morgue. Yeah, let's do it. Let's uh let's haul ass down to the to the vehicle. So like I said, it
0: it's about ten o'clock at night. Rain's still coming down hard. Nobody is coming to the Mississippi Queen to know anything about anything. Whatever's been going on, either they just don't want to be a part of it or they're just they haven't arrived yet.
1: Ramirez, man, where are the dossiers? We got to get the dossiers. Your guess
0: is as good as mine at this point, Chief. I don't think uh, Randall was a uh,
1: man. Would it, you didn't see a laptop or anything in there? No, we didn't. Do you do you think the medical medical examiner got something to do with this? I don't know.
0: I mean, it would be worth a look. Where else know. would it be? Yeah, you know, that's. I, you saw me look through everything in that uh in that apartment. I looked at everything in the hotel room, man. If if it wasn't there,
1: I don't know where else it would be. Hey, we should probably call Heisenberg. Give him an update. Yes. Yeah, you want to give him a call. Maybe maybe he's got some new intel or other intel about the dossiers that we don't don't know about. Okay. So I'm I'm driving us towards the morgue at this point.
0: Okay. You get then to the ME's office. It's actually located in the gymnasium of an old high school that was closed after Hurricane Rita. And although it looks like it's been sanitized, uh, the school has long since been closed down. And The building itself uh, became home to other city properties. The gymnasium itself has been turned into the local medical examiner's office. Yeah, as you pull up, you see, you know, the local DMV, local records and permits and such, everything else like that. But they're all closed. Even the ME's
1: office is closed at this time. Hey, Ramirez, you got to make that call, man. We got a lot Heisenberg know what's going on. Sure. So he'll pull out the cell phone and uh,
0: dial that contact. Got a sit rep right for me. Uh, don't worry about... Dr. Randall anymore. He is no longer in this mortal coil. Did you handle the bodies and everything else? Well, we're outside the building of the bodies right now.
1: Tell him about the dossiers. Can't find them.
0: Yeah. The need uh, new intel. We were on the scene with another team. Um, they're all dead, but we spoke to one of them before. Um, Agent Salt did something. And, uh, he said there was nothing like that here. and uh, The only thing I could find was the pendulum. I I got that one back. I think he may have used up some of the hypergeometry um, items that he took with him. But we recovered what we could. Um, we don't have a location on these dossiers, though. All right. Handle the Emmy situation and call me back when it's done. We'll
1: talk about the dossiers then. Okay. Click. So Ramirez, well, how do you want to handle these bodies? We want to burn this this whole bitch down, or do we want to break in? I I think breaking in's kind of risky. I mean, it'd be good if a fire started from in
0: inside. It's the only way to know that the entire thing burns up. You know what I mean? If this is a uh, county offices, I'm sure uh, the
1: firemen are going to be pretty quick on the. Uh, getting here you know what i mean hey the power the power outage we had was only for the mississippi queen right yeah for that block where that was located this is this is still up and running so ramirez do you think we could get glazer to uh kill power for us one more time now we were told that was a one-time thing right brian yes that's correct yeah Um, that's what i thought
0: yeah you know for a friendly he didn't seem that friendly but let's think this thing through i mean we were walking into a place with obvious hostiles having that power out was good this one i think if we just think our way through it we should be able to kind of sneak a uh, sneaky squirrel and come out the other side you know what i mean you know anything about explosives
1: or flammable stuff uh not i'm more a firearms guy not so much about explosives is um i mean if i have to i'll google it
0: but is um what is that stuff that they shoot into corpses like embalming fluid formaldehyde. is formaldehyde yes yeah, formaldehyde flammable highly highly perfect i'm sure they got some of that in there we'll douse the place and light it on fire okay and Walk he's saying what that to rice <laughs> yeah he's like how about we
1: just douse the whole place in uh formaldehyde and yeah, set We've it in, in dante's inferno Hey, you know what we should look at? They they probably need a lot of that stuff. I wonder if there's some formaldehyde storage tanks outside this place. Yeah, let's do a, a fence. little
0: recon. Nah, um, you know that wouldn't be the case. Especially with the ATF, they're probably going to keep that stuff under lock and key.
1: Uh maybe it's in a, out, a building that's just outside. Oh, okay, so you're saying okay. Yeah, not open, but so Rice is going to go around the outside of the the building and just see if he sees any like smaller buildings that may be attached to the main building but have some of those, uh, you know, those triangle shaped signs that you know show that there's like chemicals or yeah, you see a couple storage sheds out back, uh, they're not locked,
0: but even looking inside, all you see are like old medical supplies, nothing flammable or anything, and there's no indication of a warning label on okay. those what does the actual building look like is there I mean are there windows would we be lucky enough for there to be windows Uh, there are but they look like they're high up but it's hard to tell if uh, if they're even functioning for the office itself because if it's an old gymnasium that's been converted you know those may be in the upper level Sure. whereas if they, they made multiple stories within you don't know until you get inside the building more like for cooling than for actual window stuff probably Probably, yeah Well, i also want to be on the lookout for cameras okay government uh government should i do a search search is fine okay um that is an eight under four under 51. okay yeah you don't see anything outside no cameras okay yeah there's no cameras he's like i don't i don't see any cameras out here but i'm keeping my eyes open um should we approach like a back door
1: yeah man we got to find a way in here
0: okay it's always so go to ramirez is door. gonna
1: yeah <laughs> wow gonna
0: walk Jeez. up and uh of course try it first it's locked all right he's gonna go for the lock pick set uh 47 under 50. okay and you hear that lock click open opens the door and uh, he will let himself in and hold the door for Rice. It's dark inside. Okay. You can tell that this is the, the back area where they keep all the freezers and whatnot, uh, as opposed to the front where the the entrance and the offices would be. This looks like where the Emmy would probably do most of his work.
1: Okay. Ramirez, we got six bodies. We gotta f- make sure they're all here. All right, Start nice. opening
0: these freezers. And there's probably 24 freezers, but eventually you you locate all six of the bodies okay and um lo- like he was looking for before the um, hazardous chemical stuff ramirez wants to look around are there any cabinets that are locked any closets you do that look see a little conspicuous you see plenty of cabinets they're all glass faced also none of them are locked mm-hmm. and you see that there are, there's formaldehyde there's alcohol there's all, all the other shit that would probably Exit. go hand-in-hand hand with, with... They got Jim Beam? What do they got for alcohol? I'm different kind. Isopropyl. <laughs> there. Drink, chug a couple of those. Give me some of them perps. So, uh, Looking yeah. through a fucking scope will be the least of your problems. Um, yeah, uh, Ramirez is going to point those out to Rice and be like, let's do this. And he starts opening up the bottles and pulling them out and just starts dousing bodies. Okay. So he doused down the bodies. What do you yep. want to do next?
1: mayor is you ready to torch this place sure so he'll take- oh wait before you do that mm-hmm. before you do that is there a is there an office that looks like the medical examiner's room probably to the front of the office or the front of the building hey before you do that i want to run run up there real quick and just take a look through that guy's office and he's he's like be on the lookout they could have cameras inside as well so you make it in the office Tell me what you want to do. I'm just looking to see if I can find any any like official looking like folders that might be dossier.
0: No, but you do see files that pertain to all six of the victims. So I
1: pull, I grab all six, all six files. Okay. Take them with me. Come back to Ramirez and say, hey, we should probably uh, torch these as well. Why don't we torch all the records? That way they won't be like,
0: only specifically these things. Let's torch everything.
1: You want to torch the, uh, well, then let's... He's, let's... like,
0: already walking up there with a bottle of formaldehyde and throwing it into the office. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We're gonna okay. do... it. Hey, my grandfather always said, if you're gonna do something, you do it right. booby of course. Yeah me and murray all the time we're playing bridge every thursday we're looking forward to you
1: and he actually hears homie. that and it's
0: like all right this one's for you Zadie." Measure and he's twice gonna... burn once <laughs> nice um <laughs> create a trail of alcohol out the door and then he lights us a, a cigarette are we we're good we're out yeah let's do it let's get out all of here right lights a cigarette takes a couple puffs and he like offers it to rice do i look like i smoke do you see these he's like what are, what are you the end <laughs> of my yang here and he tosses the cigarette into it and it catches okay you just see the the flames snake through the room you see these flames just get brighter and brighter as their yellow tongues begin to lick the ceiling goes skating down the hallway into one of the offices and as you guys watch from the parking lot you see that eventually the entire gymnasium is just engulfed in one large fireball after a few moments you start to hear sirens off in the distance they start getting louder and louder ramirez we gotta get out of here man
1: let's go let's
0: go yeah go 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 oh yeah he's like already you know you you turn to say that and ramirez is already like 10 feet towards the car
1: Yep, and we're we're out of there. We take off uh, opposite direction of the sirens. Okay.
0: Epilogue. It's probably about twelve hours later. You guys have found yourself regrouped at the local airport, waiting for your flights back to your prospective residence, and you hear over the intercom. Agent, Agent Rice, paging Agent Rice, please report to the white courtesy phone. Agent, Agent Ramirez, paging Agent Ramirez, please report to the white courtesy phone. And you guys hear your names over the loudspeakers. So I imagine we walk up to one of those big, like, you are here signs that has everything with, like, the orange yeah. Julius. So we you find see a- the white courtesy phone indicator. And you see, there's a customer service individual. She gestures towards the phones. And then as each of you gets on the phone in turn, you hear a familiar voice say, meet me at baggage claim four. Line goes dead. A few minutes later, you guys find yourselves in front of baggage claim four. You see there's a door behind it with it slightly ajar. Looking inside, you see Heisenberg alone in the room waiting for both of you and he says come in and close the door like how why do I always feel like I'm coming to the damn principal's office and he walks in he says uh good job on the mission men I admire your ability to do what needed to be done normally I don't ask this but uh I need to get a temperature of how you
1: felt about this particular mission Uh, rice is kind of at a loss for words right now he's still trying to process everything that's happened in the last uh you know 30 hours or so he he Uh, defers to ramirez at this point don't be quiet now salt
0: he immediately slaps the chair next to him and he's like there's a mole in the operation heisenberg if you don't see it i do man that's two operations where we had another team out there with us something's wrong you know it and i know it man Do you feel like you've met all the criterias for the mission parameters? Hell no. Not from what you told us. I feel like we screwed the pooch big time, man. And what part of the parameters did you fail? You told us there were dossiers, man. We didn't get any of that stuff. So either you're not telling us something or something's really going nuts out here, man. Let me tell you something, Ramirez. There were no dossiers. But I had to make sure that the two of you had your best interests at heart to see this mission through to the end this was very important because if randall schaefer had been captured by that other team which was a coral nomad team and had been taken back to march technologies they would have used him and weaponized the hell out of him now i don't know too much about what you guys fought in schaefer's room but can you imagine an army of those things running across the land Rather than you guys putting your tail between your legs and running when you came across that thing, you had a vested interest in knowing that your personal dossiers were at stake. That made sure you didn't leave the mission, and I'm sorry if I played it that way. Well, I gotta tell you, it wasn't me back there doing all the fighting, that was Muscle's glasses. This guy's (laughs) got you covered, but you know me, man, I'm down for the admission you don't have to give me any crazy lines and if you tell me there's dossiers I'm going after them every single time man and I knew that you would which is
1: why I said there were dossiers this being my first mission as a Delta Green agent I I'm kind of like why couldn't you just be honest with us you you recruited me for a reason because I knew you'd get the job done And this was
0: how I made sure you got the job done. And I know you would have done it, Rice. I didn't have to pull the strings. I didn't have to play the head games. I didn't have to gaslight the two of you. But I did. And you got the mission done regardless. And when the next mission comes, we won't have to play these games. All right. Fair enough. I understand why you did it well. Like, can can I get like a recommendation or something? This guy thinks I'm nuts. Tell him, Heisenberg, I'm good. I get results, baby. He's a good guy. Likes to drink a lot, but he's alright. Boy, can that guy party. So, get your asses back home and we'll catch you on the next scenario of Delta Green. Hey, I gotta know, man. Are we good? Because your roleplay, I'm like, I'm really pissing Chris off
1: no it's all part of the rp good man
0: because i'm like i feel like i need to apologize to this guy.
1: <laughs> no it's part of the r it's part of the role good. play man like fuck. no because remember stuff. he's like straight laced you know yeah, he's yeah, yeah. by the book and then you got this fucking drunkard you know well, expecting if a
0: consolation you pissed me off i always do yeah just... we got a thing like that though that's why i love you because you're like the bizarro of me Thank you for joining us once again on Roll the Heart 20 Podcast. Remember, you can find us and subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Amazon Podcasts, and Audible. And if you like what you're listening to, leave us that five-star rating and review. We have also have a YouTube channel at Roll the Heart 20, so if you're into watching, head on over and hit that subscribe bell. We can also be found in the wild on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. So don't forget to look for us there and check us out. You can also contact the show directly at rollthehard 20 podcast at gmail.com or head on over to the website at rollthehard 20 Podcast.com, where you can download the current show directly, pick and choose past shows from our archives, or view our galleries. We've got a lot of stuff posted there, so check us out. And finally... Join us on our Patreon page at patreon.com slash roll the hard 20 podcast, where you can become a hard slinger and pick up swag. So until next session, keep your dice warm and your glass topped off as you roll those hard 20s.